Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Hope. This is Amy Lynn Connors. I have my friend Burl with me today. How are you today, Burl? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so I'm super excited to hear Burl's story. Um, for those of you that don't know, my podcast is Hope, Helping Other People Evolve. My mission and vision here is just to help people that feel like they're struggling alone. Unfortunately, a lot of people go through struggles, but fortunately, like Burl, you can get through your struggles and get to a strength. So that's what this is all about, hoping that somebody hears a story and that day, maybe they're laying in bed or sitting on their couch thinking they can't get through their day and they hear one of these stories and they get up and walk out the door and go ahead and live their life and know they can get through it. So I do not really know anything about Burrow's story because a friend introduced me to him. So this was like our first time meeting. So um, I'm excited to hear your story. I know that you have a sobriety story. And so if you just want to maybe start, I guess, growing up, what was life like for Burrow growing up? Okay. Hi, I'm Burrow and I am an alcoholic and I am an addict. And by grace, by God's grace and mercy, I celebrated 30 years uninterrupted without alcohol and drugs in my body. August the 2nd, 1992, I surrendered to the disease of alcoholism and crack cocaineism. Mm -hmm. One day at a time, you know, my journey at growing up, I wasn't, I wasn't a drinker. I was a all city cross country runner in high school. Then I ended up turning 18 and joined the Navy. I didn't drink in the Navy even. I was too scared because I was 14,000 miles away from home mm. over in Vietnam oh. on the ship in the Indian Ocean. So my, my thing was to get back home. But once I returned home in 77, I picked up the disease of drinking alcohol at no cost. Then in 1986, they brought to Lucas County a substance called crack cocaine. Mm -hmm. And I tried crack cocaine. I started my recovery program. I came in with crack cocaine that beat me up so bad. I came in wearing 64 pounds. Wow. Well, the potassium in my bones had started decaying because of this disease that I love so much. Now, as time go on, in the end of my addiction, I got sprayed with mace by one of my children's mother. She sprayed me from head to toe with mace, like I was an animal. After the paramedics took me to the hospital, I was blind for 24 hours. Wow. They didn't know if I was gonna get my eyesight back. I didn't know if I was gonna get my eyesight back. Mm -hmm. At that particular time, I laid in Toledo Hospital in the bed and begged God, there's a new way of living because I can't do this. I knew I was dying, completely dying. He heard my cry. I didn't know he heard my cry, but he heard that cry. I walked into my first alcoholic anonymous meeting, cocaine meeting, August the 2nd at 92, and never looked back. Now, they tell you, they suggest to you, that get you a, someone you can confide in, share your story with him that you know that won't share with no one else. Then God hears it all anyway. 
You hear your story no matter what. I came one day at a time. I did the 90 meetings, 90 days. I did 120 days, 120 meetings. I did my first year, every meeting for the first year. And as time went on, every day for the last 30 years, I get at least two meetings a day, mm. at least. If I don't, it's because I'm sick. Right, right, yeah, yeah. If I don't, it's because I'm sick. The foundation that was presented to me when I first met my sponsor, he looked at me and said, boy, you're dying. Mm-hmm. You need help. He said, I don't know if you know God. I won't push God on no one. Mm-hmm. But you need a God. Yeah. And you got to find him now, not tomorrow, not next year, not whatever, but you need it now because I I, I came in in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. couldn't even walk, mm-hmm. but through God's grace and mercy, that 12-step program that, that we share about, my experience, strength, and hope that I'm sharing about, that God is real, the 12-step program is real. The hope is real. Mm-hmm. The hope, the love is really real. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer of that. I came in at 36 years old and I'm 66 now. Wow, that's amazing. That's 30 years. Mm-hmm. I showed yeah. 10. Those are coin, coin outs, that's so cool. My 30 year coin, if you can see this, it got, cool. it got a room number 30 at the bottom. Yep. With Dr. Bob Bill and Wills, Dr. Bob Bill and Dr. Bob and Bill. Right. Yep. And then on the back, what does it say? What is that? To thy own self be true. Yes. Yeah. Then it, then it, yep. this. Um, rarely have you seen a person fail yeah. who has thoroughly followed our path. That's, that's so it. awesome. And that's a true statement. I never believed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I never, man, I only thing I believe is that I couldn't stop drinking Thunderbird, Seagram's Gin, and smoking crack. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. I was homeless. I was, uh, went to jail so many times because the police would just take me to jail, man, to get me off the street. Mm-hmm. Just to, uh, in the wintertime, I wore short pants and a trench coat, mm-hmm. you know, and had my fist balled up with a pebble in my hand. Mm-hmm. But as I share my experience, strength and hope, I can tell you, God is real. This is real. Mm-hmm. The, the, the addiction is real. Yes. The addiction is real. Man, there's people out here that love you where you never have to drug or drink again. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that my primary purpose was to get a home or whatever I got. My primary purpose still today, as I share my experience, is to never drink and drug. Because if you don't drink and drug, God hear your cry. Yeah. Well, you got a chance to grow yes. one day at a time. Yes. My first year, I shared my story. I didn't know what I shared, but they, my sponsor told me to get up there and share your story. Mm-hmm. Share your story about you came in in a wheelchair, bleeding out the side of your rib, your rib was poking out of your skin. Oh my goodness. Blood was dripping out your mouth. But I'm here today at 66 years old, 
one day at a time with 30 years uninterrupted, no alcohol and no crack cocaine. And I'm a true believer that this works. I'm a true believer that God, the actor God put me and Tammy together today to share this experience, this and hope. I never met her. Never. Never, ever met her. I didn't know what I was coming to get myself into, but I knew God knew that this worked. Right. Can I stop? You can stop whenever you want to (laughs) stop. I'm done. (laughs) So so I want to share a little bit with you because I can really relate to a lot that you talk about. Um, The one thing that I can, I totally relate to is when you said you laid in that bed and you cried and you said, God, I need something. Right. And when the day that I quit drinking on March 9th of 2004, I laid on my floor, I kicked and I screamed and I told God the same thing. Like I have got you've got to help me. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Um, I say, thankfully, my ex, my son's dad, I can thank him for it. My two boys. And I can thank him for showing me where AA was. He was also um, crack cocaine was his choice of drug too, plus an alcohol. So I can totally relate to that. And God did do that. He led me to the right people, to the right places. And to this day, it's all God, you know, people and 30 years, when you say 30 years, you know, I say I've been, I've been sober for 18 and a half years and people are like, wow, that's incredible. 30 years. And it's always to me telling people, if you're ready, you can do it, you know? And if you're, you can make excuses because I'm sure you're 30 years. I always say like this, you don't walk outside borough and I don't walk outside and there's this bubble around us. And God says, I'm going to protect you from anything outside. Right. It doesn't work like that. We still have to deal with life. We still have to deal with death. We still have to do it, deal with people. We still have to deal with everyday circumstances, but then we have the tools now to deal with them on a different level. So when you're first in your beginning of sobriety, you know, facing those feelings, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, to be like, oh, shit, first, I can't go drink or drug right yeah. now. My first year, I didn't have feelings. Okay. All I knew that with guidance, I threw my hands up. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, I surrender because I can't. I'm going I'm to die anyway. Mm-hmm. So give me a chance, God, to live one more day. Mm-hmm. One more day. Mm-hmm. You know, and then as the, as the days went on, I got out the wheelchair. I got to walk in. And true enough, what you sharing, he didn't promise me nothing but you can't drink and drug. He promised me that. Right. He didn't say, like you said, right. oh, my life. Right. I'm not going to get into my life. It, my life study was hard. Yeah. When I woke up August the 2nd, 2022, I cried, mm-hmm. got on my knees, and told the Lord, drinking and drugging was easy. But God, this, this world is hard, hard for me. It's hard. I got up with tears in my eyes and went to my bathroom, Mr. Two, and looked in the mirror. And he blinked his eye at me. Mm. He blinked. Mm. He said, son, I gave it to you with a blink in my eye. Mm-hmm. But it was hard, God. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard now. Right. But he said, I gave it to you mm-hmm. with a blink in the eye because I'm God mm-hmm. all by myself. Mm. And this is your journey. Yes. That you experience, experience your strength and hope with others. Yeah. That this, this 
God can do the same thing for you. That's right. As he's done for me. That's right. Man, I was homeless for ever since 1977 to 2020. Wow. But I never wanted to drink. Never wanted to drink. Then the VA finally seen that I was coming up on 30 years. Mm-hmm. Got in touch with the right people, Marcy Cabner and them. They said, well, he's a disabled vet mm. from Vietnam. Mm. But they never took a look. And I never did that wasn't important. Mm-hmm. That was not important in my life. My point was to stay sober. Don't smoke that crack. And I knew one day I'll share my story one last time <laughs> with someone that he real. And you don't never have to drink and drug, no matter what. Yeah. That's the truth of, about this all. Life itself, I got children, 24 grandchildren, wow. four great-grandchildren, grandchildren. My last three children never saw me drink or drug. Mm-hmm. My grand, none of my grandchildren, because the oldest one is only 24. Mm-hmm. I got 30. Right. None of my great grandchildren. So they don't know. Mm. Oh, but you got the records of the past. Right. With right. The, with their mothers, mm-hmm. grandmothers, and whoever else. Mm-hmm. But they look at grandpa. Mm-hmm. Say, Grandpa, I ain't never seen you drunk. Mm-hmm. And I can keep going one day at a time. Right. That Past God gonna always put it there, mm-hmm. but He always got you covered, right? No matter what, can I stop? You can stop again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. Okay. Well, I think he's. I think Burrow's done sharing his story yeah. of hope. But you know what? I appreciate you coming here and talking to us just to share that because um, you know it just shows that what we can get through anything. I, as you guys all know, I talk about it all the time. My belief is God, 100%. Some people's faith is others, you know, the universe, whatever it is that you believe. But, man, you got to believe and have faith and know that you are strong enough to get through anything you put your mind to. But you got to be willing to have that help. And you have to be able to reach out. It's okay. You know, I know that, like, when I I was just talking to a friend of mine because she lost her husband and Mm -hmm. found out that he was actually a heroin addict and she Mm -hmm. had no idea. And so, anyways, I was telling her that throughout my drinking career, as I called it, I never reached out for help. I was very much a closet drinker. I was very functional in my drinking. I worked full time. But I never asked anyone for help because it was almost like a shame to me that that I was there. So when I finally did, because I, like you, I was going to die, I weighed 84 pounds and, you know, my liver was failing, my eyes were yellow, all of it, like you said. And I knew that I was going to die soon. And my son, I did not want him to find his mom dead like I found my dad dead. And so I'm like, and that was when I surrendered. But then I've reached out and asked for help. And it's amazing. The rooms of AA that I went to um, were there. Like they always say, we've been saving the seat for you, you know, mm-hmm. and never turn their back on me. And I'm just blessed and honored to, to be able to do hope and to meet people like you, Burl, because mm-hmm. you give us a story of hope, a story of, yes, you were beaten down. You were an addict of crack. You were an addict of alcohol and you were homeless for years, even years after you quit and you still are here 
and still being able to share your story. And I appreciate you coming here and meeting a stranger and sharing your story. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for jumping on Hope. I do hope that you all have an amazing day. And remember, you're not struggling alone. There's so many struggles in this world, but you can get to a strength. I promise. Have a blessed day. Thanks. That's a promise. That's a promise. <laughs>